Kia ora, e te haua, me te Welcome, friends and family, to the Candid Kiwi Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and I am the Candid Kiwi. Today is the very first episode for the Candid Kiwi Podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. In this very first episode, I'm going to talk to you. I figured it would be best for you to know who I am and how I got here. So in this episode, I'm going to talk exactly about that. Who is the Candid Kiwi? How did she get here? Why is she doing this? Come with me in this first episode to find out. Let me take you back to the beginning when I was a little girl. On Saturday mornings, I would run in with my brother to my mum and dad's room and we would jump into dad's side of the bed. He would then proceed to tell us stories, all kinds of stories, as we laid our head on his chest. It was amazing, it was connection, and it was wonderful. My dad had a gift. He had a gift for being able to tell stories, and we loved it. And it was something that I'll never forget, that feeling of being with my father and of him telling me stories and us doing that every week. My father passed away when I was 20, and so I look on those memories that I have of him and those stories that he told us extremely fondly. I miss him all the time. My father was a good man, and him being a good storyteller reminds me of the connection that I had with him, especially as a young girl. And that's a gift that not too many people had, and it's something that my father had. And it instilled in me a love of stories and a love of connection through stories. I don't have that same gift of telling stories, but what I do have is an interest in people's stories. I love to find out who people are, how they got there, why they are who they are. And I think my father had a huge influence on me When I was a little girl, I had dreams just like the next girl, and I knew that I liked to talk, and I knew that I didn't mind being in front of a crowd. So there was a few things that I was thinking that I'd like to do. I thought maybe I could be a radio announcer, since I love to talk so much, and I also thought I'd be a good TV host or a TV presenter, and I also thought that I would make a great school teacher. Then I grew up and I went to Waikato University in New Zealand and I became a school teacher and I loved it. Little did I know that I would be living in another country and that was not something that I had planned. What happened is I met someone from America and I got married to him and I moved to a completely different country and I worked for four years teaching in this country in USA and then I became a stay-at-home mother and for the last 16 years I've been exactly that. I've been a stay-at-home mother and as a stay-at-home mom I think I lost myself a lot. I think being a stay-at-home mom is a tough gig I think I did the best that I could, and I think I'm still doing the best that I can. I think moving into a new country and moving into motherhood full-time was two tough gigs. I don't regret it. I'm glad that I did it, 
And like I said, I did the best that I could. But I semi lost myself. I think maybe a lot of women lose themselves in motherhood, not in a bad way. I think when we choose to have children, we choose to take on that responsibility. And so in doing so, we sacrifice uh, in order to be able to be that child's mother and what that looks like. And for me, it was full time. It was full time. And so for the last 16 years, I've been a full time mum to my four children. And I haven't been back into the education system for the last, you know, over a decade. And so for me, I, well, I don't regret it. And I see it as a privilege to be uh, those children's mother. It was something that also stopped me from being able to continue to progress with me, Melissa, which is just fine. That's what I signed up for. That's what I wanted. I have four beautiful children that I'm dedicated to. They are the best, the easiest, best thing that I've done in my life, but they're also the hardest thing. Don't get me wrong, having children has changed my life into something better than what I ever could have been without children. I have no regrets with having children, but what I'm trying to say is I semi put Melissa on hold in order to be able to be mum and wife, if that makes sense. And I think that there was a lot of things that were being ignored throughout being mum and wife that finally came to head, I think, at the beginning of this year. And so I decided in order to start the healing process, I probably needed to go see a counsellor. And it was the right decision. I think I had come to a point in my life where I was ready to be able to work on myself, to be able to maybe heal some stuff that I had suppressed a little bit, to be able to move forward as Melissa, a healthier Melissa, and to be able to be the best person that I could continue to be. Don't get me wrong, I feel as if I did the best that I could with my whole life. I don't have regrets. I look back at myself when I was 20 and I want to give myself a hug and I want to tell her, man, you're awesome. This is such a tough gig, like moving to a new country, not knowing anybody, being married to some dude that you've only known for a few months and being thrown into this crazy American world and being a mum as well and trying to figure that out without my family and my home country and it was crazy and you know I've have really had a lot of growth through that and so I don't look back at that with any regret yet I do know that I now that I'm in my 40s I realized that I needed to spend some time on myself and give myself the time that I needed and put a little bit of time into myself. I was at a point where I knew that I needed to start working on me. And so in February of this year, I started going and seeing a counselor and working on myself and it was going great. And then all of a sudden life changed as we knew it. Everything slowed down and got canceled because of this pandemic. And all of a sudden, I had all of my children at home again, just like a stay-at-home mom with uh, four kids at home. 
and we had to figure that out together. It was tough for my children, it was tough for me, but we powered through it and we are powering through it and we're trying to do the best we can. One thing I'm super impressed about is how amazing children are and how resilient they are and they amaze me, you know, and it's been a tough year and it's been a trying year but it's also been a fantastic year in a lot of ways as well and for me I had no idea when I started counseling in February how much I was gonna need it (laughs) this year with what it had (laughs) in store for all of us am I right (laughs) so we have plans like everybody else you know what I mean we have plans on coming home to New Zealand this Christmas in fact I'm supposed to be in New Zealand right now with my family and that all got cancelled because of COVID and I'm sure you can all tell me some stuff that you got cancelled this year because of COVID as well and the and how quickly plans changed you know we have sports we have Uh, church things, we have work things, volunteer, we have so much stuff that we kept busy that all of a sudden things slowed down so much that I think it really gave me an opportunity to really work on myself in a way that I never could have worked on had it been a different kind of year. Don't get me wrong, it's been a tough year, but I look back and I think, man, what a year to start counseling, you know, because of everything slowing down, I was able to be able to work on myself a lot easier. I was at home more. I was able to meditate, pray. I was able to journal. I was able to pause and think about what it was that was going on about myself. It was it was pretty awesome. We had a lot of family meetings together to figure out what our new normal was. And just when we thought what our new normal was, we had to change and be flexible. My kids have been in and out of school. They've been told that they need to do virtual learning and then they've been told that they can come to school two days a week and it's just been tough on all of us and so but part of this year I've done a lot of talking with my family of course because we're not as busy and uh, I was talking to my sister one time I'm from a family of seven so I'm the oldest I have five brothers and I have one sister so <laughs> so I have my sister and one time I was uh, talking to her and she works for what's called Rokoa and Rokoa is a, a program that they have in New Zealand and what she does is she goes around and visits the Maori women who have just finished having their baby and she gives them and their baby support and so what New Zealand does which is just just beautiful as they have this program called Plunkett Pacifica or Rokawa and they go around and they look after all of the mums who have just given birth to their babies isn't that beautiful but they don't have at least when I had babies they don't have that for me let me know Americans if I'm wrong but in New Zealand this is what we have and in New Zealand this is what my sister does for the Maori woman and so she was talking about how these women have stories and how they just they need connection their home and you know and they just and I said man you should do a podcast I said to my sister I'm like you should do a podcast and you should have these women share their stories to each other my sister was like yeah and so we were talking about a podcast and sharing stories and that got the ball rolling man I love stories I'd love to be able to facilitate a place to have people 
to be able to share their stories. That would be awesome. And then I was talking to my best friend, Katarina in New Zealand. I call her Kat. I was talking to her about some of the stuff I was talking about in my um, counseling session. And she was like, man, that's awesome. Like, I need to talk to you every week and you need to share with me what you have. And I said, well, I was talking to my sister and I was actually thinking of starting a podcast. I don't know. What do you think? And Kat was like, man, you'd be awesome. That would be so, so good. You need to like share stories and share this. And that also got me thinking about um, that as well and started, you know, talking to Drew. Drew's my husband. So talking to Drew about it and start really getting excited about it and thinking about, like, what it is that I really wanted to do, you know? Have you ever had that feeling? Have you ever had an idea and it grew and grew inside you until you knew it was right and you felt really positive about it and creative and excited and nervous? That's what I was feeling. I started thinking about all of the things that I needed for a podcast. And then another thing that I did is there's been a lot of stuff going on this year with the importance of Black Lives Matter as well as the election, which can I just say was crazy. And I was on social media and between my therapy sessions and the election and people just hurting, I started, I'm quite empathetic and it's a good thing and a bad thing. And so I was listening um, to a lot of stories and I started to get quite chaotic in my head. And I don't know if you've felt that, but I started like listening to so many people's opinions that I forgot the most important opinion, and that was mine. And my head felt, and I don't know if you've ever felt this, but my head felt just like it was in a storm. And I couldn't calm the chaos of the storm. And finally it hit me that I need to get off of social media. And so I got off of social media. I'd never gotten off of social media before because I, I always thought, oh, yeah, I'm okay. It's all good. It's all good. Sweet as. But when I got off social media, can I just tell you that it just cleared space in my head for me to be able to finally think about what I thought about things, about who I was, about what I wanted, and reflecting on that, I realized, like I said, that I was pulling in too many of other people's opinions and allowing that to decide what I thought instead of figuring out what I thought myself without all the chaos. I'm not saying that this is for everyone. I'm just saying this is what I did. And it was brilliant. And in that space where I found that clearness in my head, is where this podcast idea continued to feel better and better and grow more and more and more inside me. And I started, like I said, thinking about the things that I needed for a podcast. And I needed help, you know. And I thought, who could help me? Do I know anyone that has a podcast? I knew one dude that had a podcast, his name was Matt Davis, and his podcast is called uh, Steel Yard Academy, and so if you want to listen to that, it's about forging success through balance, 
and uh, Matt Davis uh, is a good friend of ours, and his brother um, is a really good friend of ours. And the one thing that Matt and his brother have is amazing voices, and so Matt does a really good job on his podcast. He has a really good voice, and he was born for it, I think. And so... I talked to Matt and I said, hey, what does it take to do a podcast? And so he took to me on the phone and he encouraged me. He said it was a lot of work, but he encouraged me and he said that I would be amazing at it. And I really appreciate Matt for saying that, for being able to be real, but also encouraging me and thinking that I'd be amazing at it. That was really, really awesome for me to be able to hear that from him. And so he gave me some ideas about what I needed and so I wrote that down and I got that and then I went, uh, I knew I needed music and I knew another Matt and his name was Matt Dudley and he's brilliant at music. His, his wife Shannon would put up videos on Instagram playing these amazing sets on his guitar and I thought if I can come up with some candid kiwi podcast music I bet you Matt's the one that could do it for me and so I talked to Matt and Matt did it he said sure and all of the music that you hear all of the music that you hear on Candid Kiwi is by Matt Dudley and he hooked me up I needed art and so I asked my niece Kate I'm like hey this is what I'm thinking and the candid Kiwi art that you see on all of my social media is what my niece Kate came up with. I also knew I needed a room. I needed a room that had good sound. And that's where my husband came in. And so he came and he recently built a huge shop. And I'm actually in his bathroom slash wash house room. <laughs> washing room that he's made into my temporary podcast room and so he put um, pink bats in here so that the sound absorbs and is quite fantastic and so that's what Drew did for me. I needed a theme and a purpose and my theme and purpose was stories. I wanted connection, I wanted real human stories, I wanted to be able to have the world come together um, through stories. I felt as if a lot of there was a lot of labeling going on. There was a lot of heated arguments on social media, at least my social media. There's a lot of people name calling. There was a lot of hate. There was a lot of argument. There was just a lot of negativity out there. And when I got myself off social media, I realized when I was thinking about this podcast, I'm like, come on, Melissa, you can create a space where people can come and feel positive and they can listen to each other's stories and understand that we're all humans first, that each of us have a story. We have something to tell that can connect us human to human. And I think if we stop and we really think about who we are and who they are, and if we can open up our ears and our hearts and our minds and listen to these people's stories, then maybe we can feel less alone if we're feeling alone. Maybe we can feel less judgmental if we are judgmental. I was also talking to my sister-in-law about it. <laughs> to begin with, I was going to call my podcast The Honest Kiwi. And my sister-in-law, Jessie, said to me, 
can I make a suggestion? I'm like, yeah, of course. And she's like, what about the candid kiwi? Because then that goes, that goes together better. And I said, yeah, I really like that. And I looked up the word candid and candid was perfect for me. Candid is straight up and honest. And so many people have told me that that's how they see me, which is a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. But that's how the candid kiwi came about. So it was going to be the honest kiwi, but because of my sister and Lord Jesse, it became the candid kiwi, which I think is perfect. My roots are always uh, New Zealand and kiwi. And I knew I wanted as my roots to be able to have Maori language as a part of my podcast. So hence the reason why I start off my podcast with saying kia ora, which is like welcome and hello. And when I talk in Maori, it's to be able to give respect to my country and to the Maori people. Uh, they are a beautiful beautiful culture. I love that I was able to be a part of it by living in New Zealand and they have a special place in my heart and I always wish I was uh, part Māori <laughs> or part Polynesian but I am not. I am completely white but I love what they represent and who they are and they're New Zealand you know, and I'm a Kiwi, and so that's why I will always have my podcast be, have the introduction in Māori and the finishing part in Māori as well, because of, out of respect for that. So, that about sums it up, me, the candid Kiwi, and what I'm about. I am going to have people here sharing with us their stories. I know that when I listen to people's stories and they share a little bit of their vulnerable selves with me, I make a connection to them and then I see them differently. I love them or at least I understand them a little bit more and I look at them differently and I hope that you can too, that you can love more, that you can understand at least a little bit more. Uh, I welcome if you think you have a story you'd like to share with me. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being able to open up a little bit of your time to me and for you to listen to who I am and what I'm about. In my next episode, I'm going to have a guest and so we'll hear from them and I'll let you know who that is later on. I hope that this is something that you're interested in. If it is, then share it with your friends and see if that's something that they would like to listen to as well. I appreciate your time and until next time, kakite anō aui koutou.